live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City. You might call it Christmas Eve. This will be the last show here on the Sports Grid Network until after Christmas. Back again, 8 o'clock Eastern time on Thursday morning. So we'll do our best to give you all the info you need to know to get through the next 36 hours because we got NBA to talk about. we got NFL to talk about. we got college bowls to talk about. We'll even try to squeeze in some college hoops as well. This is your Sports Central for Betters. I'm Ted Sabransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, at Teddy Answer Covers on Twitter. Join me my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at CalSportsLV on Twitter. I want to welcome all of you watching on the SportsGrid TV network. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome Pluto TV viewers. Welcome iHeartRadio network listeners. Welcome to all of you listening on our podcast outlets. Let's get into it, Ralph. Whew, that's an intro and a half for Christmas Eve, my friend. Uh, we'll start with Monday Night Football recap. We like to call this discussion, this part of the show BBBBBB. That would be bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. And last night, the money came in on Green Bay before kickoff. The money came in on the under as well. Bottom line for me, at least, after watching that game, I'm like, I'm an idiot because I didn't play the game. You know, we talked about the under. The under came through. But... Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins in a playoff-type atmosphere, and there's no comparison, and it showed last night. Kirk Cousins looked a little bit overmatched. Aaron Rodgers did not. And, of course, with a strong, healthy running game, the the Packers ran all over the Vikings in the second half of that ballgame, pretty much dominated the contest. Packers and under Aaron Rodgers could not be plus four and a half against Kirk Cousins, and it showed last night. Teddy, first I want to say that you and I did not call each other to wear a green and a red shirt. So uh, I feel like (laughs) going to change because that happened. You know, lesson number less, uh, you know, lesson number one for our viewers, Teddy, I came in leaning the under when you and I talked it through on the show. When I went through some of those numbers, I only not only made a full bet on the under, I made a full bet on the extra under prop getting the, the two plus two plus monies uh, on the under on the uh, lower adjusted numbers. So bantering back and forth with someone is a great way to, to realize if you really like a play or not. And I agree. We talked about the Vikings with not only their number one running back out, but their number two running back. And they were an offense that put up 139 yards at home. Yeah. I mean, seven first downs in that ball game. Kudos to you, Ralph, for making the move. (laughs) <laughs> on the under last night. The under that we talked about, we'll go to the prop shop in just a second, but I want to ask about Minnesota right now because I was looking at the Vikings as, you know, maybe this team is a legit Super Bowl contender. Last night's performance at home, admittedly, without their top two running backs, but their offensive line is fine. And when your offensive line is fine, you're supposed to be able to run the football, whether it's your first string running back, your fourth string running back, your 15th string running back, it doesn't matter. Minnesota didn't look like a team that was ready to go anywhere in the postseason after last night's game. 
Yeah, I just think it was a game that snowballed on them. And you can say, you know, their defense was gashed. They weren't gashed. They allowed 383 yards. But you have to remember, there is a direct correlation. When your offense only has seven first downs and you only have the ball 22 minutes, I don't care how good your defense is. If you're on the field for 38 minutes, you are going to get tired. And in the second half, you are going to give up chunks of yards like they did. No question. Excellent point, uh, Ralph. Let's talk a little bit of prop shop recap. You talked about a prop bet that you made. We'll get through that in just a minute. Packers over their team total of 21 and a half. Vikings under their team total of 25 and a half. We talked about defensive and special teams TDs. I said these aren't two QBs who are going to throw them. There was none last night. Minus 280, the no cash there. With the alternate lines and alternate props. Vikings 10 and a half. No, that wasn't good. Over 52 and a half. No, that wasn't good. Packers plus three and a half plus 290 was good. And the under 39 and a half plus 240 was good. Ralph, you put that in your pocket. I'll give you all the credit in the world, my friend. Well done. Good bet. Yeah, again, you know, it's a different team when you're missing that running back. And, you know, I bet the under going in and when I turned on the TV and and realized it was going to be Boone, then I made then I made the decision at the very last minute. Yeah, the last minute wager is a positive one. Good job, Ralph. The quarterbacks, everything stayed under last night. Aaron Rodgers on. Oh, sorry. Uh, No, Rodgers went under 245 and a half passing yards. He stayed under one and a half touchdown passes. Kirk Cousins. Way under 253 and a half uh, passing yards. And Cousins, too, stayed under his touchdown prop, the over one and a half minus 130 in that one. So we talked about the fact that Aaron Rodgers hadn't been throwing TDs in bunches with the exception of that one game against the Giants. And last night again, it was all about Aaron Jones and the running game. Jones over 56 and a half rushing yards with plenty of room to spare. Uh, he was a difference maker last night, not. Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers' ability to stretch the defense allowed Aaron Jones that room to run. It is. And, you know, we saw he targeted he targeted Devontae Adams 16 times. There's no secret what they want to do. So the Packers are a team where if you have a corner that can perhaps take Adams out of the equation, if you are one of those teams with an elite cornerback, you're a good matchup for Green Bay. 16 targets for Adams, 13 catches, 116 yards. And maybe we lost Teddy here. Uh, we will check a couple of those right others here. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so, my bad. You, you know, with, with Adams, with Adams, they're a team in the future that I, I think th- when they have a shutdown cornerback, that's where Green Bay is going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, you can make the case the Vikings have a couple of shutdown quarterbacks, but uh, cornerbacks, uh, not last night they didn't. As you mentioned, that D did get worn down. Uh, so Jones still goes over his rushing yards. Adams goes over 76 and a half receiving yards with room to spare. Steph Diggs stayed well under his 71 and a half receiving yard total, but he did get in the end zone. The touchdown uh, for Steph Diggs plus 150 in last night's game. Kyle Rudolph, we talked about his re- receiving numbers. He stayed under three and a half receptions. The under minus 175. All right. (laughs) There we have it. That was not our best segment that we've ever done. We'll do a better one coming up next. We've got a line to talk. I promise. Yeah. I'm going to talk everything that's going on. 
NFL tonight. Kevin King got what? Bible tonight, NBA. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So, you can find us on YouTube. At the Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. You can find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. So again, on YouTube at Sports Grid Network, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. I encourage you give a follow today, and that way you can get notifications when we come on air. You get all access, everything you need. Again, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV, on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. Get on the grid. It's line movers time. We're going to focus on NFL for today. There's no show tomorrow. We will be back on Thursday, but want to talk about the early line moves in the NFL, particularly here in week 17, Ralph, because this is one week out of all the 17 weeks of the regular season and the, what, four weeks of the playoffs. This is the week where the lines go crazy and where you really don't necessarily know what direction the number is going to move. And the first game is a great example of that. Titans and Texans. Off the opener, I mean, it wasn't a little bit of Titans money. It was shovelfuls, dump truckfuls worth of Titans money. That line went basically from a pick as high as minus six 
And now we're seeing buyback on the Texans. <laughs> the, the original thought was Houston's going to rest everyone. That's not the case necessarily. Bill O'Brien haven't given full details yet. But the bottom line is this has been legitimate two-way end. Titans bet all the way up. And then the Texans, now the line's coming right back down, sitting at three and a half. Even threes popping up at some books as we speak here on Christmas Eve. Well, we know how efficient this Tennessee offense has been, you know, with, with a new quarterback. And I went back and looked since November the 1st, Teddy. The Titans offense, number two in the NFL, averaging 421 yards per game. Uh, number two only behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, averaging 430 yards. And, you know, now we have a rested Henry smart move by them with the way it, it went out that lost didn't hurt him at all and you have a beast healthy and rested Derrick Henry to lead the Titans yeah and of course this line is likely to continue moving and bouncing around based on whatever Bill O'Brien says all that said Titans are in must win this week they're being priced accordingly in the markets certainly aren't sleeping on the fact that, and honestly, in my power ratings of the three teams that are still alive to win that final spot in the AFC, I've got Tennessee ranked a notch or two ahead of uh, Pittsburgh and a good notch or two ahead of Oakland. I think the Titans are the best of the three teams that have a chance to clinch that number six seed. This one surprised me. and I've, I'm a little bit baffled by it. And there are a couple of line moves here. Again, most of the time I understand where the money's going and why it's going that way. What's with the the Atlanta Falcons with this number? Tampa's sitting at Pickham at home. There's been market support for the Bucs consistently for the last two months. Not this week. Atlanta taking the money. And Atlanta, again, being bet to Pickham in Tampa Bay. You know, I I, I was a Falcons fan. I, you know, uh, I was on them last week. You look at their finish now. They're now 5-2. and two. Uh, perhaps a revenge off a home loss as a favorite. That's a positive angle that we'll talk about later in the week. So, you know, you're a team that's playing well and uh, you, you still have a, you know, Matt Ryan, to me, is still the better quarterback than Jameis Winston. So um, I, I I think the line is is right where it is now, Teddy. So you and I are a little a little bit of a disagreement on this one. Yeah, my number, my, my pure powering number came Tampa 4. Uh, in this game, so I'm surprised to see Pickums. Several of the leading indicator books, the books that cater uh, to professional betters, are back up to Tampa minus one. I would expect we'll see some Bucks money. I don't think this Pickham is going to hold right through a kickoff. Um, so the Ravens are sitting Lamar Jackson this week and a couple of other starters. They are not sitting all of their starters. This isn't a preseason game, week four. Ravens will be playing most of the players that you see every week. There'll be a handful of key guys out. RG3 are likely to get the start at QB this week. But no surprise with Lamar Jackson sitting and the Pittsburgh Steelers in quote-unquote must-win mode, the Steelers taking money. They're not road chalk in Baltimore. For those that watched yesterday and heard our last segment, you told a story about a team with a must-win situation with a very inflated line. Uh, you know, if this were if this game were last week, it would be a, what a fourteen point difference. I think this is a huge over adjustment. Robert Griffin is better than either quarterback Pittsburgh has right now playing. So uh, I I think this line is wrong. Period. 
Yeah, and of course, Mason Rudolph went on IR today, so the Steelers won't have an option if Doug Hodges throws another uh, end zone interception. He's got, what, seven picks and six sacks? Or six picks and seven sacks the last two weeks. Either way, he hasn't been pretty. And of course, he was benched for half of that game last week, uh, so he's really done it in about six and a half quarters. Doug Hodges has had a rough time of late, and I don't think Baltimore is necessarily uh, going to be looking <laughs> uh, going to be looking uh, to get involved with a uh, I don't know. <laughs> the Chargers going to show up this week. The markets aren't convinced. Uh, Kansas City taking money. And I'm not surprised there. The Chiefs still have something to play for. The Chargers are now 5-10. and 10. They're off a no-show loss at home against Oakland. And at the end of the game, the quotes from Melvin Gordon are, we don't have a home field. Our home field doesn't exist. So <laughs> uh, the market's not expecting much from L.A. here. Do you think L.A. shows up in Kansas City? They were able to steal one against the Chiefs last year, if you remember. They rallied late in KC to win one of their two meetings. Can they do it again here? I just like the way, you know, even if teams aren't, even if you're resting some people, I just like the way the Chiefs are playing defense. And those are the teams I back late in the year. When you have a solid defensive squad, you're going to get value week 17. Yeah, of course, the Chargers sitting at 5-10 and 10, uh, right now. Nothing but a disappointment for their backers this season. And speaking of that Chiefs defense, they are legitimately getting respect finally in the marketplace. This week, they're going to be under in Kansas City. And you look at the season long stats, you're not going to see anything that's going to particularly impress you about that Chiefs defense. Go look at the last five weeks. They haven't given up a touchdown the last two games. They haven't given up more than 17 points in the last five games. We're seeing respect for KC's defense with a whole bunch of under money at Arrowhead for Sunday. Haven't seen a forecast yet. Uh, for KC. It's still a little early for that, but the Chiefs up to eight, eight and a half, even nines popping up as we speak. And the total down to 45 at a lot of books. This opened as high as 48. Chiefs, I went back to the 15th of November and looked at the rankings. The Steelers, number one, allowing 256 yards per game. The Chiefs had about 307 yards per game since that stretch. So, uh, you know, it's it's a situation where that and the sacks, you know, they've had, uh, I'm counting in my head, they've had 18 sacks, make that 27 sacks now in the last eight weeks. And, you know, that's a number that, that's going to cause an issue. Yeah, I mean, a pass rush goes a long way towards making a bad defense mediocre, towards making a mediocre defense good. Right now, Kansas City has a good defense. They are my favorites. Even though I have Baltimore ranked higher in my power ratings, I still think the Chiefs may well be the team to beat in the AFC, not the New England Patriots. In the NFC, there is an enormous battle brewing. Sunday night football. And Seattle's been a house of horrors for San Francisco. They've lost, what, their last seven meetings at CenturyLink Field, nine of the last ten have been Seahawks wins over the uh, 49ers at home. Marshawn Lynch signs with Seattle. Robert Turbin signs with Seattle. And the markets go, Niners, three, three and a half uh, in Seattle this weekend as road chalk. They're very worried about the health of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a team that's clearly banged up. You know, this is also a team that uh, 
is only plus nine yards per game. You're a three-loss team, and you're plus nine yards per game. I mean, when you finish the season plus nine yards per game, normally you're an eight and eight team. So uh, clearly they've overachieved. I agree with the line move. One last move to talk about the Raiders. Not dead yet. They take money at Denver. Open intense right at the playoffs. Five didn't happen last. We'll see if the other five. They're live. Big game breakdown coming up next. You're on. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That's D-U-N-K. Visit dailyroto.com slash dunk to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash dunk. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. It is Tuesday night. It is Christmas Eve, and that means there's not much on the betting board for today. There is one game, however. The Hawaii Bowl, and this one's always fun on Christmas Eve. We're seeing a fairly significant line move throughout the course of betting action so far today. 
We've seen over money in this ballgame, and we've seen BYU money in this ballgame. There were one and a halfs out there earlier. Those are gones. Most of the twos are gones now. We're looking at BYU minus two and a half in a lot of spots. Total to bet up 64, up to 65, now 65 and a half uh, for tonight. BYU and Hawaii. What's your take in the Hawaii Bowl, Ralph? Teddy, I am a BYU backer in this game. I released it, you know, earlier in the week when they were minus two, and then it came down and obviously now back up a little bit. You know, you look at Hawaii, this is the fifth straight year they've been in the Hawaii Bowl. And when you're when you're a team perhaps going from being a bad team to improving, that's fine being at home. But being at home for a fifth straight year certainly takes the wow element out of it. And they're only a two and two straight up in those games. Excuse me, BYU to me has played the tougher schedule. They uh, BYU has won five of their last six games. And on the road, when I look at bowl stats, I go and I look at how they've done year to date. And I look at how they've done away from home. BYU is plus 108 yards per game away from home. That was number 10 in the country. I do think BYU wins this game. And while some teams, you know, we know the military, the military bowl teams have had such a success because they are more mature. They are more regimented. They don't get caught up in the hype. Well, BYU, remember, has older kids that have been on missions. Many are fathers now. I think there's a different level of maturity with BYU where they don't get distracted in this type of game. I think they take care of business and get it done. Any thoughts from you, Teddy, on the Hawaii Bowl? Yeah, I certainly wouldn't talk you out of the BYU side. When it comes to the total in this game, and the total here is a it's a fascinating handicap, BYU does not want a shootout, okay? The Cougs do not have an offense that's loaded with playmakers. They're not about big plays. They're about dink and dunk and drives and controlling the line of scrimmage and moving the chains. And if BYU plays their game, this total, 65 and a half, is not going to come close, you know? So I do think there's some correlation between the Cougs and the under in tonight's game. I also want to talk about Christmas Eve. Much like on Thanksgiving, I don't play contrarian on Thanksgiving and I don't play contrarian on Christmas. It's not that the books are giving money away. (laughs) They're not. But for whatever reason, these Christmas Eve Hawaii Bowls, money's right. (laughs) The money's been right. Uh, I'm not going to fade the kooks here. Not even maybe. Hey, Teddy, well, Christmas, we, we know what your thoughts are on Christmas Eve. Now I have a thought about Christmas Day. You know, earlier today, I tweeted out the last four years of the NBA games on Christmas Day at Cal Sports LV if you want to see that list. Well, favorites have gone four and one last year, eight and two against the spread the last two years, 11 and three against the spread the last three years. Is there something to that? Is this a are you happy to be playing on Christmas Day in front of the world? This is probably the first time they're going to get huge crowds. Do you handicap Christmas Day NBA games differently? It's an interesting question. In general, my thought process process has always been when it comes to the holiday games, and I want to ask your thoughts on this, Ralph, too. I think they favor the road team in general. Now, when we talk about the favorites, uh, many of the favorites you've talked about have been road favorites in these games in recent Christmas Day NBA games. But when you think about the distractions 
at this time of year. When you go on the road, you don't have any distractions until you get back home. You might be thinking about it. You might be worried about it. But until you get off that plane, you're pretty much focused on the task at hand, which is playing a game on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever it is. When you're a home team, it's a different level of off-field distractions or off-court distractions. And certainly, when we're talking about concepts like, well, your family's concerned or you got to worry about getting the up early to get the kids presents or whatever it is. When you're at home, you deal with it. When you're on the road, you don't. And I think that is a legit factor in favor of the road teams. Agree, Ralph? Uh, you know, I do. Now, I can tell you this, Teddy. The home favorites have actually gone 7-2 and two the last three years. So that could be an anomaly. That could be, you know, teams that have not normally been there and been excited. I also remember being in Cleveland through the LeBron days. When we finally got that Christmas home game, it was a very special game for the fans. So, I mean, that's a unique one-off situation. You know, most of these teams, you know, Celtics are playing for a fourth straight year. You know, last year they beat the 76ers at home. Two years ago, they beat the Wizards at home. Three years ago, they uh, they lost, uh, excuse me, two years ago, they failed to cover against the Wizards. So, you know, I, I I really don't dive into the NBA on Christmas. I take that day off and just watch. But, you know, let's start with the Celtics. Tell us your thoughts about the Celtics and the Raptors. Celtics, a three-point favorite, a total of 212. So we've talked about this concept. And again, this game is at Toronto with Boston's a three-point favorite on the road, which you can understand why the Celtics are three-point favorite. The Raptors are playing without Pascal Siakam, who is their leading scorer and their best playmaker. They're playing without Marcus Gasol. They're playing without Norm Powell. That's three starters. They're not the deepest team to begin with. They lost their superstar from last year in Kawhi. And yet, the only thing that's happened since Toronto suffered those injuries is they've been hanging around and covering games and winning games. Uh, you know, And you talked about the Christmas Day game at home. The Raptors had a whole lot of those. It's going to be a special day for them. It's not like Boston isn't dealing with injuries of their own, although there's a decent chance that uh, Gordon Haywood is going to play tomorrow. Market smart and look at he's going to be go. Enos Cantor may be back in the lineup uh, for Boston. I've been impressed with the Raptors' defensive intensity. of play really strong on the defensive end, even without three key contributors. We're talking about an early start game on Christmas Day with a total in the two and teens. If I'm going to play this one, I will absolutely look at the under route. It's one that makes a whole lot of sense to this better. The Milwaukee Bucks are a two and a half for a three-point favorite going to Philadelphia. A total of 220. Milwaukee on the season away from home, 12 and two straight up, eight and six against the spread. Philadelphia at home, 15 and two straight up, eight. Eight and one against the spread, Milwaukee and the 76ers. So, this is a hard game. I'm not stepping in front of the Bucs, period. I mean, I'm really in the regular season. I would anticipate from now until April, whenever it is, when the, when the regular season ends, I might not have three bets against Milwaukee. I mean, it's, it takes something special for me to bet against the Bucs in the regular season. They are the epitome of a regular season team because they care about every game. And legitimately care about every game. The 76ers don't. The 76ers are coming and going. And we see Philly, when they bring their A game, they compete with anyone. But there's lots and lots of times where the 76ers face lesser opposition. 
and they don't bring it the way the Milwaukee does. This isn't one of those games for the 76ers. This is a game where we can expect Philly to show up and bring their A game. And Philly's A game is capable of competing with anyone, even the Bucs. You know, and when you talk about this point spread range on this floor, I understand I like the road teams. I understand I like the favorites. But I do think that the fact that the 76ers take it so easy against lesser teams on a consistent basis, that it affects their poverty number when they face the good teams like the Bucs. Philly's A game can beat Milwaukee. They can certainly hang tough from Milwaukee. I'm not in any rush to step in front of the Bucs, however. So probably a game I'll be sitting on the sideline. We're getting to the primetime games now. The Houston Rockets, an 11-point favorite at Golden State, a total of 226.5. The Houston Rockets, 11-5 straight up on the road this year. They've gone 9-6-1 ATS. And the Golden State Warriors, 4-10 and 10 straight up at home, 6-8 and eight against the spread. The Warriors have been on Christmas Day each of the last four years. It's probably gone back much further than that. They are 1-3 ATS on Christmas Day. And if any team's accustomed to playing on Christmas Day, you know, it's the Warriors. Is it a ho-hum effect for their fans? I don't know about their fans. Their fans, probably. Because, I mean, anything you compare about reaching years with the Warriors versus this Warriors team, there's no comparison because it's not the same team and it's not the same. It's the same fan base, but the enthusiasm isn't the same uh, this season. Um, Warriors coming with some positive momentum. They have one back to backs. Uh, you're not getting any point spread bargains with the Rockets laying 11 on the highway against a team that can fill it up. But uh, Golden State's defense, or even last night, you know, in a game they're comfortably in control against Minnesota, blew them out in the first half. All of a sudden, you got a Warriors ticket, you're sweating because defensively, they are very, very rough. 226 and a half. This is a game. If I'm going to bet, I might look at the over before I look to the side. In the game, Teddy, I know you're looking forward to seeing this. Uh, the Lakers, two points favorite to the Clippers, 222 and a half. Are the Lakers stars going to play? It looks right now, and let me get the latest information from my live on stream, but it looks right now. Anthony Davis upgraded to probable. LeBron James upgraded to probable. We'll talk about this game and Nugget Pelicans. We'll come back after break. Plus, deep dive. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels bringing on the world of sports and sports betting for you on Christmas Eve. I'm going to finish that Nuggets to Pelicans as well before we get into the national championship playoff games here in segment four. So Lakers and Clippers, L.A. minus two, total 222 and a half. Lakers have a losing streak. And the Clippers... When all said and done, whatever, this game's going to be a war. This game's going to be a lot of fun. 222 and a half in a game where, again, LeBron is expected to play. Anthony Davis is expected to play. We don't know yet about Patrick Beverly. And Beverly's a guy, from a total standpoint, he's huge. Okay? When he's in, nothing's easy for the defense when he's healthy. And you don't get the perimeter looks. And you have a tight defense on opposing point guards. So they don't get the ball in position where they want to shoot. Beverly plays. I think that correlates pretty strongly with the under. Something to pay attention to in the NBA injury news on Christmas Day. Eddie, the final game on Christmas Day of the five matchups has the Denver Nuggets, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite against the Pelicans, a total of 218-and-a-half. New Orleans really struggling, 8-23 straight up this season, 4-12 and 12 straight up on the road. They are 6-10 and 10 against the spread. The Denver Nuggets, 13-3 and three straight up at home, but only 6-9-1 ATS. Is this nine-and-a-half points too high to lay with the Denver Nuggets? So, you know, Denver with the home game on Christmas Day, you expect the Pepsi Center to really be rocking. That said, I do not like this. I mean, talk about the spot. It's Christmas Day home game, but it's going to be the third game in four for Denver. They were tested, you know, in Phoenix last night. And they're, as you mentioned, not a team that has been blowing opponents out on a night-in, night-out basis at home. They haven't been this point-spread juggernauts. So, do you take a leap of faith with New Orleans? I said I like road teams. They don't have the distractions. The Pelicans are playing better basketball. They've won two of their last three. The blowout losses have been fewer and far between. And they actually played defense last night. They harassed 
Damian Lillard literally didn't hit a three-pointer for the night. Now, of course, some of that's he's had a bad night. But for a team that hasn't played a lick of defense, we're seeing at least a little bit of defense from New Orleans right now. I think that'll be live at plus nine and a half. I'm not going to ask him to win on the money line, but if I'm going to play that game, I'll be taking the points with the underdogs. All right. We want to talk the two national championship playoff games. Really, I thought today was a great dive to deep dive, a great day to deep dive into the two contests. We'll talk some props as well as the sides and totals. Let's start with LSU and Oklahoma. LSU minus 13 and a half and 76. Ralph, first, before we get into props, tell me about what you do for props in this game. And secondly, what's your take, Tigers and Sooners? Eddie, I just want to take a, a minute and, you know, when when we're looking through these games at, at props and the yardages, I want to give our viewers an idea of what I do. I go through each team's schedule. I look at what they've done against their a- opponent's averages. So a team like Clemson and Ohio State, how many yards over their opponent's average have they gained? How many yards under their opponent's average have they allowed? I work out yards per play. I work out plays per game. And I actually come out with a yardage forecast for each team. You know, an example, in the Ohio State game against Clemson, I have Ohio State with 430 yards, Clemson with 420 yards. And then I look what their pass-run ratio is. Clemson, a 54% pass 46% run on the season, 54-46 as well in conference play against, you know, Division I group of Power power 5 teams. Ohio State, 430 yards, a 49-51 split on the season, a 47-53% split in conference play. When I get to Oklahoma and LSU, I have LSU forecasted with 520 yards. Oklahoma with 420 yards, Oklahoma's run pass split 55-45, LSU's run pass split 69-31. So I I take all those numbers, then I look, and if the quarterback is going to pass for what I'm projecting on the yards, it gives me idea of where I think there's value in these props as I play the game out in my head prior to betting any of these type of player props. That's excellent analysis from Ralph Michaels, and honestly, Rewind that. Listen to that twice. Uh, it takes work. But to beat this stuff, it takes work. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have, it doesn't take any work to lose your money. You know, all right, yeah, let's try it this way. Let's try it that way. If you want to beat sports betting, it doesn't come out of thin air. Ralph Michael showed you how to do it right there and then. His strategy for beating the props in the postseason. LSU minus 13 and a half, 76. And it's funny. My, my recollection, I, I went back and looked, my recollection, oh, Oklahoma couldn't compete in the bowl games. And I remember, you know, they play in a BCS game, they can't compete. And I, they had the back-to-back bad losses to Clemson, what was that, 2014, 2015. Over the last couple years, they beat Auburn. Against Georgia, they lost by six. They were plus two and a half in that game. They scored 48 against the Bulldogs' defense. That was a national championship semifinal game. And then last year was against Alabama. They lost by 11. They were plus 15. They covered the number. So we haven't seen Oklahoma. My recollection was, oh, the Sooners can't play in these games. They're not class. And you actually go back and look at the numbers. They haven't been. And the question that we have to ask ourselves, Joe Burrow's been on the award-winning circuit. Is he fat and happy? 
Is this a spot to fade the Heisman champ? Especially because this year, the national championship semifinal games come earlier than they have in many seasons. So Burrow had less time to get back in with his team after spending weeks going around the country, getting this award, getting that award, and getting this interview and getting that interview. Does that affect LSU in the game? Teddy, it it very much did so the last decade. You and I both know the Heisman winner was something like 2-14 and against the spread. That's changed a little bit now with the playoffs and the way they're situated and their travel situations and and the teams protecting them a little bit more. But I just want to go back and jump in one note when, you know, you talked about Oklahoma competing. You know, we look at scores and and Joe Public looks at scores way too much. How many people realize in that loss to Georgia, they actually had a 531 to 527 yard edge and a 24 to 21 yard edge. And even in that 11 point loss to Alabama, they only outgained by 57 yards. And that was, you know, after having been down 100 100 yards in the first half. So yardage is as important as well. Jalen Hurst has played against this LSU team. I don't know if that helps him, but he knows that he can move the ball against this team. He's done so in the past. Um, You know, my, my score forecast on this game is 45 to 28. So, you know, it puts it close to the number. And, you know, it also just puts it at 73. But playing the game out in my head, I I can see this game going over that number as well because you have Oklahoma with the number 39 pass efficiency D, and I'm a big pass efficiency D. That's not yards per game allowed. That's yards per game looking at the opponents you've played. LSU with the number 13 D, but you know LSU also dealing with the injury of a 1,300-yard rusher. And if you're forced to pass, yes, you may have the best passing game, but when you don't have the ability to have that breakaway run game, it does hurt you when you're game planning. Tons of props to talk about with LSU Oklahoma. Let's start with Jalen Hurts. Over under 19 and a half completions, over under 65 and a half rushing yards. Hurts TD, yes, minus 125, no plus 105. Hurts TD passes, two and a half. The over two and a half plus 150. Any interest in any of those? You know, I'm looking at that TD prop for the first time right now. Jalen Hurst is minus 125 to score a touchdown, passing or rushing? No, that's rushing. Okay. The rush, yeah, the rush to score TD a TD is. <laughs> okay. You know, he has 18 rush TDs on the year. So, uh, you know, I, I even think yes to a rush TD. And I think over in completions, I think they're going to have to throw the ball in the game. I expect LSU to have a lead. And I think that's going to force Oklahoma to throw. So of those four, my, my, my top two would be over 19 and a half completions. And yes, a rush TD. Worth noting, these numbers are from the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas. So if you shop around, you will find different numbers. When it comes to props, I like to find one book and use that book. But no, line shoppers are always rewarded. And that's why we got ads here on the Sports Grid Network for various sports book. Sign up. You know, doesn't hurt you to have two books instead of one. Doesn't hurt you to have three books instead of two. Doesn't hurt you to have 12 books instead of three. Um, that's my two cents on this one. C.D. Lamb over under 90 and a half receiving yards. Lamb re- re- touchdown. Yes, minus 130. 
No plus 110s. He can have a big day, or does LSU shut him down? I think LSU has the go-to corners to slow him down, so I would lean with unders in that situation. Here's my favorite prop of the bunch. Will Oklahoma ever have the lead? Ever. Yes, plus 120, no, minus 140. This is a yes. I can only. I have to look at the yes in this game. You know, All they have to do is get the opening kickoff and get a field goal, and you cash. What do you think about that one? I can agree with that thought. I mean, you're getting, you know, yes, you're still, you know, you're still a big dog and yes, you're getting, you know, almost 17 points, but completely agree with that thought that there's value with they will have the lead. Joe Burrow completions, 26 and a half is the over under. And how about this one? Burrow TDs, three and a half, which is as high a number as you'll ever see. The over plus 140, the under minus 160. Jamar Chase. Over under 110 and a half receiving yards. Chase TD is minus 200 for the yes. Justin Jefferson over under 86 and a half receiving yards. Jefferson TD minus 200 for the yes. Terrence Marshall over under 53 and a half receiving yards. Marshall TD. Well, that was not minus 200. It's actually even money plus 100. I say if you bet all three receivers, the no plus 170 plus 170 minus 120, you make a profit. What do you think? Eddie, we're going to be talking about this a lot when we get to the Super Bowl. That's my absolute favorite way to make money on the Super Bowl is to bet everyone no, because only so many guys can score. And he's going to get in a groove, and he's going to have someone comfortable, and Oklahoma's going to have to shut down someone. Completely agree with that train of thought. Cool. I like it when we agree. Let's talk Justin Fields and the Ohio State Buckeyes. The news today, Fields says, He's only about 80 or 85% with his knee. Clemson, minus two, minus two and a half, total 63 and a half against Ohio State. You know, in in my forecast does have Clemson now. And you look at Dabo Sweeney, I think he's 9-0-1 against the spread, his last 10 bowl games and postseason games against a first-year head coach. And the mobility of Justin Fields, is a big difference. He ran a few times, but he was not the same quarterback that rushed for 471 yards and 10 TDs. And of his 123 carries, I mean, they were just vital because they got first downs. You can have garbage-type yards rushing the ball, but Justin Fields' yards were so important to him that, you know, him being 80% is a concern for me with the Buckeyes. Talk a couple of props here. Trevor Lawrence over under 19 and a half completions. Justin Fields over under 17 and a half completions. Lawrence over under two and a half touchdowns over plus 110. Fields over under two touchdowns minus 110. Anything there, Ralph? I like Fields over. The Lawrence ones, I think they're going to try running the ball, so I won't play any of those. Wager talk continues. Stay on the grid. We'll be NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So, if you're going to do this and try to develop an audience. You gotta come up with catchphrases. There's gotta be a catchphrase out there. Or you go, you swallow me go over the toe. My catchphrase here, this is catching on, is welcome to the home stretch of Wager Talk here on the Sports Grid TV network. And I really appreciate all the, <laughs> you guys are sending me tweets uh, saying the home stretch doing their Teddy Covers invitations. I appreciate it. And I wanna thank you very much. And really, this last segment, we're going to talk Christmas wishes. And my number one Christmas wish, you know, for you guys is, is to thank you. We're building something. This is a, I mean, this show from where we started in September to where we are right now on the Sports Grid Network, I mean, our views are through the roof. Our engagements are through the roof. You guys are tweeting at us every day. That wasn't started when we started. That's awesome. So I just want to say thank you for helping us start to develop a show that in my opinion, it's the best show on sports betting out there. I hope you watch it every day. If you can't watch it, I hope you tell your friends to watch it. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Ralph, Christmas wishes for our viewing and listening audience. Yeah, be it Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa or Boxing Day. You know, the thought's the same. We truly appreciate, you know, you following us. And even more so, the input you give us. And I just want to be very open. Teddy and I, you know, Teddy worked out a game plan for this show, and we've tweaked things here or there. This by no means has to be the pattern moving forward. If there's anything you want to see, feel free to reach out to either one of us. We'll start implementing it, see what the reactions is. So this is your show. Treat it like your show. Treat it as if, though, there's some changes you may want. Reach out to us. We're happy to give them a try. There's nothing holding us back to try anything new. And again, thank you for having spent time with us during our first season here 
on SportsGrid. And it's worth noting, you want to talk Christmas wishes, Christmas miracles? There's a guy who had a $5 parlay, Ralph. $5 parlay, cash for hundred grand last night. That's a Christmas gift and a half. Nice. That's probably more than Casino Royal has done in their handle for the entire year. No doubt. Sports Grid, off the air, back again, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Enjoy the game. Good luck. Very good.